What the deal, Playboy? What's good, Josh? Your man, DJ Playboy, back in the building with another one. It's the Perfect Talk Podcast. Yes, yes. And I got my dog in the building. Keith, what's good, brother? I'm good. What it is, people? Man, chilling. Girl, scream like I'm Keith. Yeah, yeah. Shout out to the homegirl, Miss Perfect Touch. She couldn't make it tonight, but you know what I mean? We holding it down for you. Hey, yo, niche, it's Brooklyn niche, edition. Niche. For sure. We miss her, <laughs> but we're going to hold it down. Got to, man. Got to. What's good with you, brother? How's everything, man? Everything's all right, man. I can't complain. I'm feeling good. You know what I'm saying? Starting off the new year right, working out or whatever. Still working on my my uh, resolution of trying to read about at least 12 books this year. So one down, 11 more Did to you go. really? You, you knocked one out already? Yeah, Dreams from My Father by Barack Obama. This nigga showing off. <laughs> so, I, so I finished <laughs> that. That was the first one. That's what's up, man. Like, I got to... Um, I ain't gonna front. This week, I took uh, I took a book w- to work, but I didn't really get much time to read it during um, you know, like little lunch breaks or breaks or whatever. But um, I, I, that's that's actually what I wanted to talk to you about, like getting really like a schedule, I guess, for reading. Cause I'm I'll, I'll keep it a buck. I, I I read when I'm on the toilet. You know what I mean? Other than that, I need I, like, do you have a set time when you just read? Like you just like dedicate, yo, know, this is an hour between five and six o'clock. I'm about to just knock out some reading. Yeah, I set a timer on my phone for like 20 minutes a day. Oh, okay. You so got I try 20 to do minute it. intervals? Exactly. Well, that's it. Just 20 minutes for the day. And then, yeah, it's pretty much the interval. It'd be a 20 minute, minute interval for each day. And that's how I read. So I try to break it up into small chunks. Like an hour is, I'm not like a, I guess with the whole goal thing, I, I'm going to become an avid reader, but I'm not like one of them people, how they say they curl up with a book with a fuzzy, a fuzzy blanket and shit like that. Like I'm not all of that. I'm just. I kind of just want to learn more shit because everybody I admire, they just know a bunch of stuff, and I'm just trying to be like that. So 20 minutes thing, I just a little block in a day, and then you could finish like a 400 page book in a you know like a week or two. Yeah, that's 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 what's up, man. And I I think uh, I've taken on the same kind of belief system in terms of small chunks. Um, one of my principles I got for this year is a little bit of something's better than a whole lot of nothing. And I, I for the gym, you know what I mean? Like I'll just be like, oh, fuck it, let me. Just bang out a workout, you know what I'm saying? But it, it it's not like an hour, two hours that motherfuckers spend in the gym is doing some real like, or let me just bang out this half hour real quick. But make it make it work, you know what I'm saying? Don't take it lazy. Just you know what I mean. Make that like one of like the harder half hour of your day. Make it worth it, you know what I mean? Yeah, for sure, man. Breaking it down like that, it it sets you up for success because when you try to do something like off the bat, you be like, yeah, I'm gonna make sure I do an hour and a half each day in the gym. Like, there's going to be a, a day or two where you're like, yo, man, an hour and a half? I don't have an hour and a half today. You do nothing at all. And just like you said, a little bit of something is is way better than just doing nothing. So you, I think you're definitely on the right move. Yeah, yeah, hopefully, man. Uh, real quick, too, before I forget, man, shout out to everybody out there listening to us on uh, Google Play. We are now on Google Play Music. You can find the team. Um, search Perfect Talk Podcast on there. Big news. Of course, you can find us on um, Apple Podcasts, still in SoundCloud all day, every day. Um, You've been listening to any new music or any you seen any new TV shows? What you got going on, man? I know you be in the you be in the TV heavy. Well, I saw War War for the Planet of the Apes the other day. That shit is butters, man. It got Woody Harrelson in there, and it's wild because the movie stars monkeys, and it's just crazy. Like it's not. Like Woody Harrelson, which is you know he's a pretty notable actor. White man can't jump. White man can't of white man can't jump fame. Money he, money train. 
money of money train that deserve an Oscar. He got robbed a couple times. Let's not forget. <laughs> let's not forget. Cheers. I was about to say why we only know this shit with Wesley. <laughs> <laughs> Word, man. Yeah, I mean, it, it was pretty good. I was just, I wasn't even high. And I was just amazed at the the special effects. I'm looking at the monkey's face, and I'm like, "This nigga's acting like for real." <laughs> <laughs> yo, some real shit. They they make the monkeys have emotions and stuff. I'm like, "Yo, this is crazy." That's uh, that's the, are you have you watched the other ones? I never got into Planet of the Apes like that. You watched the, you watched the previous ones, or you just like just like yo, let me fuck it, just middle of the trilogy, just hop up in the shit. I saw one of the previous ones. Okay. It was yeah. So this one, the the monkey's the good guy, and the one that I saw, it starts off like the monkey's the the, the bad guy because the monkeys get really smart, and then mm-hmm. at the end they're like, oh, these monkeys ain't so bad. And then I saw the original with Charlton Heston. Okay. Um, I because I feel about Char- uh, what's this shit called Star Wars? Because I I don't want to. I'm not watching all the Star Wars. I'm not going back. <laughs> like yeah. I tried to watch the old school shit, and I think the even in, in when when the shit's like remastered or whatever, I still can't get down with it. Just because the t- the special effects, like you said, that just had an effect on you. It's not like that. It's not what they wasn't. They didn't have that back in the day. Yeah, I could watch the yeah, but I, I figure I might like at some point just start watching the new ones. You know what I mean? Because the the marketing campaign is just insane. Yeah, yeah. I don't think you need to watch them in order either. Plus, this action movie, so you don't need to get too brainy into it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. But you ain't um. There's nothing new on Netflix or nothing like that that you that you rocking with. Netflix. Well, uh, well my wife is watching. Uh, she binges The Office. So oh, pretty so much started, yeah. when she gets like control of the the remote control, I pretty much gotta watch The Office. You talking about the uh, the, the shit that we used to fuck with on NBC? The Office yeah, back in the, the day. Uh, okay, Michael Michael Scott, Dwight Schrute, My, all of those. Okay. Jim Halpert. Jim so Halpert. <laughs> I was thinking about doing that again. To be honest with you, watch it because I never finished it. I like. I think after Mike left, I was just like, yeah, it ain't the same. Yeah, Let's that's everybody, man. man. I, yeah. it's, it's hard. <laughs> but um, yeah, it's just a lot of shows out there like that uh, that I never really fucked with. Like, like uh, what's the other one? Dirty Rock. I never finished that one. Dirty Rock, yeah. Yeah, I never. Uh, How I Met Your Mother was one of the ones that I just stuck with. Just was like, yo, this this show white as hell, but it's funny. <laughs> like, that's a, that's was, a CBS show, right? It was, yeah, it was on CBS, yeah, but it, it, it caught me by surprise. Like, it, it's funny in a different, like, I don't even, you can't walk in a barbershop and hype it up and think motherfuckers are going to agree with you, but it's one of them shows, like, secretly funny. Yeah, you instantly lose your barbershop name if you roll up in, <laughs> <laughs> roll up in the spot. Watch How I Met Your Mother. <laughs> Starring Doogie Hauser. That's that's that show, is that another one? No, it's, yeah, it's that one, um, okay. Neil Patrick Harris, yeah. Oh, man, shit, let's... Let's get right into it, though, bro. Have you uh, been keeping up? I think we spoke about it last week. We touched on it a little bit. But uh, the Aziz and Zeri uh, allegations, I don't even know what to call it. It's like it's not a sexual assault. It's not. <laughs> it's like, well, uh, some people think it is. Well, so I've been following it. So we mentioned it last week when it was still pretty fresh. Yeah. But I think what's interesting to me is like the, the different reactions it's bringing out of people. I, I think it's pretty cool. I mean... The original allegation was kind of funny style because it was in a publication called Babe.net. And it definitely sounded like some online porn type shit. <laughs> so it was hard. What is, what is, what is Babe.net? What is That's it? the just thing. Like... I don't, no one knows what it is. And then, so you just assume it's Babe.net and it's somebody coming out with accusations of sexual assault against this guy. Just off the bat, 
off the headline, off the what's in the what the URL is, it just loses just a little bit of credibility there. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But um, the so what so like because I, I, I from day one was like it's a little it it didn't feel like the Harvey Weinstein so to speak you know what I'm saying right. it didn't feel like the um, James Franco I think had had allegations come out around the same time it didn't feel like that because all of those I think the uh, common denominator is people in power were using that power to get. S- sexual pleasure from from women so to speak so um i didn't get that from Aziza's area it was seemed like a, a date like like ma you want to hang out like <laughs> you know what i mean and and she was down for it kind of type of thing and uh didn't feel like it wasn't like she i don't know now like i'm saying i'm, I'm kind of just going off of what i knew here i don't know if she was maybe an intern or maybe somebody that worked on set or whatever the case may be but i don't i feel like that would have came out um, i believe she's a photographer that he met at a party so they so this is an interesting situation because compared to the others because it's not like Matt Lauer or Harvey Weinstein mm-hmm. or Louis C.K. because what they all had in common was that they had formal influence or something pretty formal influence over their alleged victims. Aziz met Shorty at a party and then they went on a date, they linked up and I tend to fall on the side of that. It just sounds like a Pretty whack date for her and just an okay date for Aziz. <laughs> Aziz was trying to take it over the top. <laughs> he was like, this shit, shit ain't going as planned. Might as well shoot this shot. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, that's what it sounds like. And that's the way what I fear that they're because, like, the shooting the shot becomes synonymous with sexual assault. That's just a, I guess uh, I'm happy to be out of the dating scene for life forever now. You know what I'm saying? Because <laughs> shit is, you need to be a certified paralegal for this shit. This ain't temporary. This some this some lifetime shit right here. Nah, this some lifetime shit. I'm out the dating scene for, for good because this shit, I, I can't hire no lawyer just to, you got to walk with a lawyer into the, you know, when you bring something to the crib, like you got to have a lawyer in your apartment. I play devil's advocate though. I play devil's advocate with this one. I And I, I, I mean, you, you've known me for years. We've known each other. Shit, bro. Maybe almost going on two decades now. Um, I think I've always been real adamant about that verbal okay. And even that, there's no protection. It's at the end of the day, once y'all leave that room, as he say, she say. Um, But just to protect myself, I guess, in that moment so I can pass a a lie detector test. If if it came down to it, I'm like, she said yes. (laughs) It was was clear as day. (laughs) I feel you. So I, I there's there's certain ways to shoot your shot is is what I'm getting at here and 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 I guess in the, the Aziz situation if I read it correctly he put her hand on his penis I can see where somebody might get uh, uncomfortable with that if that's not what they wanted to do you know what I'm saying whether or not they came there for that I I never you know what I'm saying like so there's gotta there's gotta be a she wants her hand on my penis type of moment <laughs> you know what I mean if if there is one. <laughs> you know what I'm saying like and and try to get that as clear as day but everybody doesn't operate like that you know what I'm saying well some people that might kill the moment yeah <laughs> you know what I mean so um but it's so interesting it, the different pieces they have they have like there's this piece I can't remember who wrote it but basically the author was like this girl just had a bad date and another one if not the same piece was like 
Um, the the editors of Babe.net just did a, if they want this to be taken seriously, they just did, did a horrible job because part of the girls, the the victim, the alleged victim, Aziz's alleged, alleged victim's thing or account of the story was that something like, yo, I, he was like, yo, you want this wine? And I was like, nah. And he was like, you gonna get this wine anyway. So oh, you know the, the the red wine, white wine shit. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah, okay, yeah. <laughs> I heard that one. Yeah, yeah. I don't. Yeah, I, that does make us seem ditzy, <laughs> in a sense, or, or or scorned. I think was 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 uh some people going there like the date didn't go as, as she wanted it. Um, so I can see yeah, I can see what, but I don't, I don't I can't take credibility away from her for that. But also, the overall story as I hear it doesn't sound and 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 she even admittedly said it wasn't anything illegal you know what i'm saying anything like that it's, it's it's um i think if i was gonna take a guess it's more along the lines of some like when you're famous you're always gonna be at the um expense or, 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 or risk of getting uh blackmailed you're more vulnerable to stuff like that exactly yeah so her story doesn't even have to be a story but the fact that it involves aziz and zeri makes it a story Right, right. Yeah, if that if Aziz and Zeri worked at the the corner store and he was Habib, she, you know, what I'm saying like the cops would be like, "All right, ma'am, <laughs> can, can, carry on now." You know I, I like mean? how you picked Aziz and say he would be Habib at the corner store. <laughs> wow. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, you know, what I'm saying, this, like, it, it only it don't matter if it was if it's not Aziz and Zeri, so to speak. No one's marching for her. If it isn't a famous person, I feel like everyone, you know what I mean, kind of got up in arms because it's like, oh, whoa, he acts. He's on Netflix. You know what I'm saying? He's on NBC. Right, like, hold right. on. You know what I mean? So, I think what needs to come out at the same time that these uh, women's stories is coming out, a, a clearer definition of what sexual assault is. You know what I'm saying? Because as, to, some, to some extent, the whole process of sex and the whole emotionality and the whole you know, carnality of sex, it kind of depends on that that non-written language, that non-clear language of, that just language of love and, and, and the shit you smell in a bedroom with you, when you were a person. Mm-hmm. So, it's it's difficult. I guess now, since we're more aware of it, now, like, once you learn it, you can you can figure out that language. That language becomes more natural to you where, where you're in a sexual situation, you can actually pull that language right from the front of your brain. You know what I'm saying? Like, come out with some kind of clarity or some kind of guidelines on what guys should be looking for and women should be looking for in a sexual encounter. I, I think, and um, I might be wrong about this, but the, the vibe I get is that's why I like a lot of rich people just kind of pay for sex. <laughs> like, I don't want to deal with all that. Like, I don't want to have to, like, you know what I mean, walk into a room and, and, and know your vibe or not. You know what I'm saying? Like... And I say that with um, regards to the Stormy Daniels Donald Trump situation. Um, right. For those out there who, who who don't know, the president of the United States, who's on this show like every episode. Shout out to him. Um, <laughs> He's our favorite guest. <laughs> He's um, well, the the there were some allegations. Um, not even really allegations. I guess kind of like a leaked story that back in what year was it, Keith? Um, two when they. It was a 2016. The story was leaking, but then recently, I think the Washington Post put out a story about 
the um, Trump's lawyer set up for a payment to be sent to Stormy Daniels. It's pretty much okay. just hush money. Tell her to shut up. Don't say because nothing about the situation. Because he had sex with her while he was married, right? Correct. So they said the sex happened in about 2006. Mm-hmm. And then they right before the, ele- the election, allegedly uh, Donald Trump's lawyer uh, sent her some bread so she could stay on the hush. Yeah, because what I, from what I've been reading, I was look, I was looking into it a little bit today. Um, it kind of felt like she was about to blackmail him right before that election, <laughs> yeah. like right before right before it was time to vote. Because um, she had gone to a couple publications and uh, kind of told her story, but um, off record. And I think one of, one of them actually did interview her. Um, let me see right here. Yeah, it was a uh, In Touch magazine. She actually did a full interview with them and um, basically saying that uh, she doesn't really remember why they did it. They met at a celebrity golf tournament, but basically her big thing was like, don't pay me. Um, right. Yeah, because she's not a whore. But I, I, <laughs> I'm assuming that's that's what she meant by that. But um, then she also said, I assumed if he were to pay me that it would be a lot. <laughs> so... Uh, I don't know what you could really do with that, but really, just um, she was she was smitten by him, and see, she was like, whether you're a fan of his or not, um, which I never really was. You gotta admit he's pretty fascinating. Uh, and then he, it got really weird then <laughs> after this part. He <laughs> <laughs> said, uh, "Hold on, I want to make sure I read it correctly. Make sure you blow the words up, man. So you press the zoom button." <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, he said. Uh, she said we had really good banter. Uh, he told me once that I was uh, someone to be reckoned with, beautiful and smart, just like his daughter. <laughs> so uh, what the take, hell? <laughs> take from that what you will. But um, yeah, that's what it is. You know what I'm saying? Like that's that's the vibe I got. Like Donald Trump. I guess um another time um at at the, that same golf tournament, he invited her and her uh, one of her friends. I guess a. a, a Actor, actress as well to uh act- to back to the hotel room, but the actress declined. But she was able to uh confirm the story that something did happen between him and Stormy, um, which is not her real name. Awesome, <laughs> I'm happy, like happy for because that's like a porn name, and she was born with that. Yeah, um, yeah. <laughs> Stormy, Stormy Daniels. But um, no, nah, that's awesome. Like it's it's, it's uh, I, and I, I don't see anything as he could get in trouble with. He was married at the time though, but uh. I don't. I'm not gonna say he's Teflon, but I don't see this as hurting him in any type of way, shape. Or no, form. it's not gonna. It's not gonna hurt him. The, people barely spoke about this. is big, This is a big deal, man. The president of the United States cheated. It's not illegal, so whatever. He can't get arrested or nothing. But this nigga had sex with a porn star while his was married. He had a fresh marriage. I think that they were probably like a year or two in. Him and Melania. Nigga had sex with a porn star. That's crazy, and the fact that it's not a story—that's the real story. Yeah, they kind of like, and he, but he's denying it. Him and his lawyer both denying it. Um, but that is nuts. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, cause you think about the Bill Clinton stuff. I mean, Bill Clinton took it overboard and did it in the Oval Office. <laughs> but um, no, you know what I mean. It, it's the people. The, the way the uproar was about that was such a big morality thing. You know what I mean? But no one cares about this. Yeah. That's yeah, it's insane. It's that's to show that how low the bar has has fallen for how a president's to conduct themselves. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Even the worst president, they know that the country looks onto them 
to set a certain example of just kind of what kind of human being to be. Like even George W. Bush, people half the a little bit over half the country hate hates that dude, but you gotta give him credit for what he did. Like, like at, at, right after oh, online eleven, like how he acted at first, it was mm-hmm. a little questionable because I think he was reading stories to kids. But even that, that's a weird situation to be in. I, yeah, I yeah. challenge anybody to be put in that kind of situation. You reading a storybook to some kids, and a wild tragedy happens. What do you do? You know what I'm saying? That's not an easy one. He wasn't he wasn't in the he wasn't watching TV now. If the nigga kept watching Lost or some shit after he heard <laughs> that, that'll be so that'll be a big deal. But but yeah, I mean, I think we forgot that this dude is supposed to be like an example of how to conduct yourself, whether you uh, whether you agree with the policies he has for the country or not, like he at least, the very least, he's supposed to admire his marriage, admire his how his work ethic, admire how he talks, how he treats people. But this guy is a bum. Mm-hmm. The only the only thing I would give him is he probably didn't think he was going to be the president at that point in time. <laughs> like you know, what I'm saying I don't know if he always had aspirations of presidency, but it probably didn't cross his mind. So he's probably doing a lot of things that um, can be frowned upon. You know what I mean? Oh yeah, there's no doubt about it. Yeah. So and then I, and then I shout out mean. to Stormy Stormy Daniels because now she apparently she has a stripped up. A strip club tour called "Make America Horny Again." Oh yeah, yeah, I heard about that. I um actually was she in South Carolina. I seen an article about that that she was there, and basically they were advertising it as um <laughs> the president the president seen seen all of her, and now you can too. That's hilarious. <laughs> it's all just awful, man. This is oh yeah yeah. I I can't knock Stormy Daniels for doing that though at all. That's she's she's oh, doing what she's, she's supposed, supposed to. Do. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> she, she supposed she made her career as making bread from sex. Might as well. Like strip club is is light work for her. She's probably making almost porn money for less work. But but also she's following the rules. She's not. She got paid to be quiet. She ain't. She ain't writing a tell all. <laughs> you know what I'm right, saying? Right. She's like, I'm gonna go on a tour. You know what I'm saying? I'm not gonna. The people ask you questions about it. I'm gonna deny it. But I'm gonna still make my guap off of this. Word. So I don't. I can't really. Uh, I can't blame her for that. You know, she she's just in a put in a certain put in a certain situation, and you know what I mean. She got what she needed. Yeah. That's why them, them extortion shits don't make no sense. That's why Kevin Hart and 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 I guess Usher. I don't know how Usher's story got out last year, but that's why Kevin Hart was just like, "Fuck it, man! Like, what am I? I'm gonna pay you this money. It's gonna come out anyway." Wait, Usher was extorted. I, I thought believe he was straight up sued. Oh, is that was that what it was? Like Shorty sued him because because oh herp, my boy, yeah, the, the, yeah the, the the herps, them diamond yeah, clusters. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I didn't know if he um if he was under the threat of I guess being extorted at some point, but I know Kevin Hart definitely was being threatened. Yeah, yeah. that was definitely extortion. That was gangster, yeah. but yeah, man, it's it's crazy, man. Porn star and the president. Who would have thunk it? <laughs> it's insane. But that's why our country is, is and I'm not one of the people that say our country's in a bad situation, but that's why we're in the situation we are in now where motherfuckers don't know how to approach broads. <laughs> Calling them broads is probably not a good place to start. <laughs> but, but motherfuckers don't. Keep that in. Don't, don't punch that guru. <laughs> <laughs> motherfuckers really don't know. Like, I, she, I, how do I talk to this chick? I mean, she's dressed, she's dressed, uh, provocatively at work. One person's provocative could be the next person's casual. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, and that's why a lot of people criticize this whole Me Too movement because 
And they talk about the backlash because the Me Too thing, it started off constructive with folks, with, with women showing other women that they have uh, like a sisterhood or someone to look to to say that it's not just you, it's me too. So we can talk and you have a support system. Like don't think that, because a lot of women, when something like this, you know, they're victims of some kind of sexual misconduct, there's a certain shame attached to it. You know what I'm saying? Society might have shame on them. They are, they're ashamed of themselves. Themselves. So they, that Me Too shows them that they can talk to somebody. But now it evolved into this monster where it's like, all right, any dude involved with that shit is getting taken down. We flaming him. Flaming him. Like you losing that his job that day. Yeah. <laughs> sometimes that's not enough. You know what I'm saying? And in some cases that's cool, but it's like we missing... Like the the things to actually the things to do to actually resolve the whole sexual assault stuff, education and figuring out how that happened, and educating women about certain things, you know what I'm saying? So it, it's insane. So when people say they think there's going to be a backlash, I think the backlash is coming. It's going to take one more Aziz type story, and people are gonna gonna write off the whole Me Too stuff, Oprah well, I- Oprah speech and all. <laughs> Where I'm at with Me Too though is um. Uh, I support me too, but it, we're in the workplace. Cause I feel like a lot of them dudes, when you shoot your shot in the workplace, you taking advantage of uh, a, a a woman in the sense that she has to kind of communicate with you. You know what yeah. I mean? Like <laughs> on the street, thinking, yeah, yeah, like on the street, it's like she ain't got to communicate with you. You could be yelling whatever she wants at you, and she could either choose to ignore you or, or choose to say something back to you. But she's not forced to deal with you. But as her coworker, you could kind of like, hey, you know, you come check out this uh, spreadsheet that I got over here, and then <laughs> slip, slip something in. I guess at that at that moment, yeah, you know what yeah. I mean. And she she didn't come over there for that. So I, I agree with it in those situations, and um, fully hundred percent understand uh, why that's difficult for some women to come forward with what they got going on. But I feel like the Aziz situation. And not, not, I feel like not to pick on Shorty that that came out and said something, but it's just it was like yeah now you you're kind of reaching, so to speak. Um, it's become a thing where dangerous. if if the guy wasn't absolutely, if he wasn't one hundred absolutely right, in in which many cases guys aren't, then it has to mean that you're wrong. You know what I'm saying? Like Aziz, Aziz didn't do it one hundred percent right, so automatically he he's an animal feel you see what i'm saying like yeah yeah so, no yeah yeah so like maybe let's say he did most of the date right but he kind of fucked up on on some execution stuff automatically all the right stuff is thrown away this dude asked on a date and he ain't trying to exercise no power brought it to the crib like uh, you know i don't know bro and and it feels like reverse slut shaming Shaming, shaming Aziz for, yeah, for yeah, for just being having terrible G. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. That's that's what I got from him. He just has horrible G. He's probably been before before he got famous. He probably didn't have G, and then he got famous. He doesn't need G, so he just doesn't know how to talk to people. Yeah, to women. Man. Most women probably are before he has to put his hand on on it. You know what I'm saying? He don't got to put his hand there. You know what I'm saying? So a certain women, he comes along kind of just. Already and willing, right? Which right, kind of right. you know what I mean might made distort his his view of things too. Um, 
But yeah, it's it's, it's reverse slut shaming because it's making like, oh well, he couldn't control himself in this situation. You know what I'm saying? And 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 now let's embarrass him in front of his family and his coworkers and his <laughs> his neighbors. Yeah, pretty much so to speak. So he was like, "Yo, chill out. My family's watching." Yeah, it's, it's, <laughs> I real. saw a writer. They, they call they call it um like revenge porn, like a written form of revenge porn, because this this woman in her account of the situation is just laying out all these things, and they may be like one or two little teeny weeny morsels of something that may be sexual sexual assault. Maybe, but like it's like th- those one or two teeny weeny morsels buried in all this weird stuff about white and red wine, and he invited me to the apartment, and this nigga had granite countertops. I thought it was, <laughs> I personally thought it was tacky, but <laughs> he had the whole Home Depot shit. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He had the Home Depot shit, the skin that you put on and put it on like window tint. It was weird. That um, it's worse than revenge porn. It lasts longer. Yeah. <laughs> like, revenge porn ain't... Your, your friends and neighbors ain't necessarily seeing some nigga post some video of you online. You know what I'm saying? Like, and even if it does, well, how, how far is it going? It ain't going viral. Unless you're famous. You can probably ask you in a part, you know, Paris Hill or somebody like that. But uh, for the most part, you know what I mean? It comes and it goes. You, you dealt with it. You know, like, chicks that are in school, college, high school, I can see it, they're in that small community, so maybe it might seem uh, on, on those kind of levels, like everyone knows. But it ain't like... <laughs> you know what I'm saying? The, the lady at the front desk at the bank or something like that. Now she's looking at you different because you're on the front page of the newspaper, like looking like Ben Vereen. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So it's, it's, it's it, it lasts longer. It definitely has a bigger, <laughs> a bigger uh, net that it, that it puts out there. Yeah, for um, sure. Another thing that's been going on lately is, uh, and I think we're going to dedicate this moment right now to saving all the white kids in America. Uh, to little Joey out there. <laughs> Joshua, Billy, y'all gotta stop eating the Tide Pods, y'all. Yeah, <laughs> it's, just, it's not the move. It is not the move, Carson. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that is a DD do, Anderson. Uh. <laughs> nah, it, it, I don't know where that shit came from. I, I I don't think too many people do, but what the fuck? Like Tide Pods of all, I read I read that motherfuckers is throwing the shit in the frying pans. Cooking the shit a little bit and and then eating it <laughs> like what? That's like, what serious. That's I read the shit online today. Yeah, the Washington Post. Matter of fact, that is crazy, yo. Yeah, I heard about that shit. Like the challenge. I don't know, man. It's it's scary. It's the internet. The internet has young people doing a copycat shit with like really dumb stuff. And really destructive stuff. Today, I was having a conversation with my mom, telling her about like a couple, a few years ago, there was like this trend, and I think I think it came from like viral uh, videos from Asia where people, young people, would do like kill themselves using this chemical concoction and like lock themselves in like a small room or a small contained area, like a car or a bathroom or like a small garage or something like that, and mix these two chemicals, and then the fumes make them, like kills them pretty much, chokes the, mm. chokes the, 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 the life out of them. And they, they would seal up that small area um, out of consideration for like their loved ones who may come find them. Oh, because they, get poisoned, the, they get poisoned too? So that they don't. So out of, out of consideration to them, they would seal the area up. So it oh, oh I got you. I got yeah. you. So like they'd be in their bedroom or something, and they, they'd make sure that their bedroom's sealed. 
Exactly. Definitely. If it's a small okay. bedroom. Gotcha. Yeah, man. So like the, just that trend that they got from online. So my point is people probably saw a couple of people doing this dumb shit on on um the internet. And then they were like, Yeah, let me do that too and be viral. Mm-hmm. Even bigger, they seen they seen the uh the amount of views and the amount of likes. Oh hell yeah. That motherfuckers was getting and they was like, Oh, I want that, you know what I'm saying? So that when first of all, when we had an election, maybe about what over a year now, and people were voting for Harambe, I was like, Yeah, yeah some something's going on with this country in terms of intelligence. You know what I mean? There's something in the in the milk <laughs> or in the water, <laughs> something going on. But that's but this is like, yo, just for what? Like for fifteen. It's not even 15 minutes of fame compared Literally to you know what 15 saying? seconds. It's 15 seconds of fame. Yeah. Like and, and then and then people the same people that did whatever liked or reposted your video calling you stupid. They were saying that um even before this happened, they found it very weird the amount of older and, and teenager children that were actually eating Tide Pods before that, or putting them in their mouth at least. Um they said they were something about the color, the uh, <laughs> the squishiness of it, and the smell seemed to seem to attract young children. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Somebody even went as far as to to put a video online about eating uh the packets, and he actually ended up eating one in the video and and got sick, really sick, went to the hospital. Um, yes. yeah. The shit, the shit, shit definitely could kill you. Um, in most cases, it's gonna make you extremely sick. <laughs> and just make you vomit and uh but you know I mean probably diarrhea and shit like that as well. Um it's not good, but I guess if it, it gets in your lungs it can't kill you. Um once you pop the package open. So shit is shit is dangerous. I don't get it. <laughs> I really don't oh, did you hear about the other one though? They got some other shit called the uh hot water challenge. Whoa, <laughs> this shit ain't no I don't, I don't wanna hear what the hell that is. <laughs> it shit ain't even a challenge, bro. It's on some like Pour hot water on your homeboy <laughs> while, while the nigga sleep. Wow! <laughs> like, what are you talking about? It's not a challenge. That's some fucking nigga up shit. Like, you gotta well, die they have after that, that, bro. They have that um, twelve-year-old girl. I think she's from the Bronx. That she they scaled her entire face off doing the hot, the hot water, water challenge. Yeah. Oh, what, what do you think? Yeah. I don't even get that. Like, what? Do you, what? What is the first of all? You got to. That's not your friend. Exactly. That's exactly what happened. It was like a home. It was a um, slumber party, and mm-hmm. they they poured a bunch of boiling hot water on this girl. It was insane. What is going on with this country, bro? That <laughs> I feel like I knew at, at how old you said they were twelve. So, uh, about twelve years old. At twelve, you had to know hot water is boiling. Hot water is gonna hurt third degree. I don't. I feel like I knew that's gonna third degree burn somebody. Like I didn't just think it's like. Shower hot, <laughs> you know right, what I'm saying? Right. Like, I don't, that's what is going on? Yeah, first of all, if y'all got kids out there, sit, sit your kids down, talk to your fucking kids, <laughs> like have a conversation with them. There's, I, I see the dumb shit going on, man. Talk yeah. to your I mean, kids. I mean, in the defense of a lot of parents, though, a lot of the stuff, a lot of the challenges that the kids are going through now, like it's so unprecedented. You know what I'm saying? Like in previous generations, the the conversations you have to have. With the next generation, is always some. It's like a newer version of something that already passed, or something that you've been through. So you just got to edit your own experiences to like the current day. But now, some next shit. Like, what in your own life can you relate the hot water challenge or the, the Tide Pod challenge 
You know what I'm saying? Like, how how do you relate? How do you even know, unless you see it in the news or you have a, another friend who's a parent to, to advise you to, t- to talk to your kids about that, how do you even know to talk to your kid about Tide Pods and hot water? Like, if I was a parent, I wouldn't even know. Yeah, now you're right. It captured you off guard until, until you get a letter from the school <laughs> saying, you know, telling yeah. your kids not to throw hot water on other children. That's, is, is, you're right about that. That's 100% true. Um, um, no, you're right. You're hundred percent right about that. Cause, uh, what, what, what did we go through in our own lives? I'm, I'm sitting here thinking about the fads that, that I, uh, fell victim to. Most of them were fashion. <laughs> some real shit. Like on some, like I had a Von Dutch hat, which feels like one of the dumbest things ever <laughs> that I ever did. But you know what I'm saying? That was what you seen going on. You know what I'm saying? That was the, the fad at the moment. Um, I wasn't putting my body at risk though. That shit wasn't happening. <laughs> the, closest, the closest thing to putting my my friends' bodies at risk, where where I feel that's the closest thing to a hot water or a tire challenge, is Flatbush playing the Flatbush game. Flatbush, where you, where oh, your, yeah. you and your buddies walking past the, some some well trimmed hedges, and you just push them into the bushes. <laughs> Not only is it hilarious, but it's kind of harmful to to a dude's health a little bit. Like you know, oh what yeah, I mean? they, they could lose an eye in, in a fucking branch. <laughs> <laughs> I know, <laughs> you know what I'm saying. Flatbush was along the lines of the knockout game. <laughs> it, was like, it was the precursor to to the knockout game, just walking up to motherfucking and punching them. Oh uh, yeah, like, it, it might actually be true. Like that was, that's, but even take the knockout game, which was a few years earlier than the hot water stuff. The knockout game, like, how would you even know? You know what I'm saying? I guess the exp- the closest experience to, like, the knockout game to tell your kid to beware of that stuff, The clo- uh, we had, like, well, I guess, like, the Bloods and Crips used to do their initiation on, like, Halloween or something. And oh, they yeah, would, in Brooklyn? Yeah, yeah. yeah, I know, like, they would cut a random dude on one of these yeah. days. You know what I'm saying? You don't want to be one of them. So sometimes, some kids didn't even go to school that day. Nah, mom sent me to school. She's like, nah. <laughs> like, nah. You gonna learn. <laughs> Don't let Halloween fall on a Tuesday or a Monday, too. She's like, nah, definitely. Not. <laughs> you going to school. You, to- <laughs> you better run. That's like in them African tribes when they send a, a little boy out into the forest to survive for like two days. That's what that shit is like, nigga. You gonna send me out on Halloween? <laughs> <laughs> them Brooklyn Street. On the B35? <laughs> that's how you, exactly. That's how you gonna do me, mom? Nah, but. That's not, but that's different. Like that's yeah. Like that's not hurting yourself though. You know what I'm saying? The right, people right. doing it, I guess they were putting themselves at risk and 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 definitely their victims. But it, it's uh, it's not that it's that laundry pod shit. I just yo, come on, like it's stupid, man. <laughs> like just it's, it's that don't, that don't make no sense, kids. Y'all gotta get it together out there. Shit, man. What else is going on, bro? I seen uh, the women marches were popping back up this weekend. It's I ain't know what the ass. fuck was going on with that. The pussy ass. <laughs> what, don't a woman march seem like the shit niggas should be at? But I feel like it's mad anti-men at them shits. Like they, it's not like the slut walk where you might bag something. <laughs> it's like okay, I see. I was like, oh, should men be? Oh, you mean men should be there to be to try to pick something up? Yeah, yeah. Nah, that, would be, that would be an awesome place. You think so? You think the you think the the women's marches is popping for like dudes just pop up and just holler at chicks? Yeah, I feel like they're I, angry though. They like they on some anti men shit when they go there. I don't know. I never been. I never been. So. Look at the look at the slut walk. All of them ain't uh, prototypical sluts. You know what I'm saying? They just went because they thought it was cool. <laughs> That's two niggas come through like yeah, all the whores is here, <laughs> <laughs> and, and probably was sadly disappointed. 
See 21 Savage holding signs and shit. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> the, slut, the slut walk, I'm sure there's lots of sluts there or whatever, but I'm probably not even, sluts probably didn't even make the majority of them. It was probably just a few Word. sluts. Most girls are probably Word. just regular old respectable girls. A guy, you, get- a guy try to make a pickup line, the girl's like, oh, how about you take me to some lunch for a salad and like some fancy sandwich? He's like... Yeah, he has to go home and tell his buddies. He's like, yo, man, I thought there was going to be sluts there. I had to take a good lunch. <laughs> Shit was upsetting, man. I was trying to get to the sluts. He was on the truck, though. I couldn't catch up to that shit. <laughs> I couldn't catch up, man. You know, I hurt my knees, so. <laughs> I just met this lawyer. She she likes sandwiches and wine. <laughs> but what's the, so what are the women march? What's the women marches? Uh, are they protesting something? Or are they, are they in favor of something? Are they bringing awareness to something? I'll be honest. I'm not in touch enough to know exact. I think it's awareness, just kind of like just a solidarity between mm-hmm. women. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm sure there's a there's a cause at the core of it, but the, pu- the public face of it is just anti-Trump stuff. Okay. They got the pussy hats, and the pussy hats are these pink scullies, the, like these cheap pink scullies um, that they wear. And it's like symbolic or something, but it's not very clear. It's just more so, I guess, like a what would you call it? Like a an awareness campaign, like women's solidarity, that type of stuff. Because when you hear the speakers come out, they don't talk about poverty or anything like that. It's just like this general feminism, and that's why the African American community had criticisms for the, like the the woman march, the feminism type stuff. Because when they talk about feminism. White feminism for white women is a little bit different than feminist feminism for black women, and they never address the black women. You see a lot of white faces up there. Okay, so yes. it's not like a. So, uh, well, so how would you? How would they alleviate that though? The black women have to have their own separate women marches, and Hispanic women have to have their own separate, or is it they can't all come together? I don't really. Uh, it's a very complex subject. I'm gonna stick with the. You don't even want to talk about it, right? Yeah, I stick with the white feminism march for today, but like the that <laughs> topic is, is very fraught. Like it's crazy. Like for instance, there's a, a um a statue of Harriet Tubman in Harlem, and somebody put one of them pussy hats on top of Harriet Tubman's head. You told me about that, yeah. Yeah, you told me about that earlier. That's crazy. Uh, That's yeah. why I was, I was like, I feel it felt disrespectful, like. Yeah, black Twitter is flaming it. It's crazy. <laughs> it's insane. I don't, I don't necessarily. I I do understand that is life for a white woman is different from life for a Hispanic woman is different from life for a black woman. But I also, I, I guess I'm kind of at a point where it's like they can't all come together. In in defense to that though point, I would I guess I'd have to say what other groups do you really see crossing all cultural lines in in terms of their protest. You know what I mean? Like it, it might just be uh, immigrants might want to protest against Trump one day, or you know what I mean. Like you don't necessarily see uh, those, those cultural lines being crossed in other groups. So I can't sit here and be like, "Well, women should get it together and get and they all link up." You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Differences, differences still going to exist, and it might still be difficult for them all to to team up. They might not feel like they're on the same team. Yeah, pretty right. much. And pretty much, no matter what you do, someone's going to get left out. It's almost impossible to be all inclusive. Yeah. It's it's a it's a dangerous place though that our country's in, and I don't necessarily think it's new ground though. You know what I mean? I feel like we've been here before, just at different. It's overt again. Yeah, yeah. 
<laughs> that's, that's, that, that's how they made it get great again, I guess. <laughs> yeah, like, let's make did. this shit overt again. Shit. <laughs> Archie Bunker back on TV. The, the, the best part of it is like when you have like a liberal friend, they find out like one of they, one of their best friends on Facebook is like a Trump supporter or the other way around. Should be yeah. crazy, son. They be cutting people like cutting off their friendship on Facebook and shit like that. <laughs> You're dead to me. <laughs> You're dead to me because you support that racist and all this kind of crazy shit. It's nuts. I'm not gonna lie. I I feel uh, in in terms of a social life too. Um, there's some shit that just people just go through, but especially on with with the political stuff on Facebook and and the the nonsense you see. I'm like very happy that I got like a podcast that I like <laughs> that takes up a lot of my time. And then, you know what I mean? I DJ that takes up a good amount of time as well. So I don't have to deal with some of the nonsense. I'm like, yo, how do you put that? How do you put your energy towards that shit, bro? Like, how do you literally get upset during the day because of what someone wrote on Facebook? I don't, I wish I had the free time to do that shit. Remember when Facebook was just a game? You know what I'm saying? Like, if, when it first came out, you just kind of went on about, yo, this shit is cool as hell, man. Yo, I, I haven't seen this person since high school, and it was just fun. Like, it was, <laughs> you could, like, it was just a, the idea of it. It was just like, yo, man, how could this be a real thing? It's too special for me for it to be like a real thing. Then people started taking it seriously. Like, it literally, literally ripped apart relationships. And mm-hmm. to be fair, it started some relationships. Uh, some dudes try to shoot their shot via Facebook and all this different type of stuff. And so, listen, Facebook is about, what, uh, 13, 14 years in? Shit. Something yeah, like that. Yeah, if not, yeah. Not Yo, more, this is this yeah. is life. People people have built entire lives on Facebook. So, and, you know, taking that political shit and then, and then um, certain publishers, they, whether this fake news or not, they put real provocative headlines, all the clickbait stuff and all that. Mm-hmm. Like, it just gets people fired up. Could you imagine, like the the remember when Facebook was just for college kids, and then it, it, they made it public for the masses? There's like it's got to be a good number of relationships that were like just kind of rocky, and the fact that now that 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 you've allowed dudes and 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 females to link up with their high school crush, <laughs> like oh yeah, also, man. I feel like there's so many like just if it didn't necessarily break up relationships, it caused at least a little a little riff here and there with people, and then just. Maybe you a dude before social media, you really didn't have that many female friends. Now all of a sudden, your coworker at work wants to be your friend on Facebook. You know what I'm saying? She yeah, was just you, your coworker before, but now publicly, she's your friend on Facebook. It caught, you know what I'm saying? Like, it, yeah, before you had no fe- like one, two female friends. Now you literally have five hundred female friends mm-hmm. out of nowhere. All, all those, those those two female friends you had was your chicks. <laughs> your, your chick sister and her homegirl or some shit like that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, word up. And then you know, people like when um people are on Facebook, it's their most beautiful version of themselves. So you you have to convince your girlfriend that this Facebook friend is actually ugly in real life. But <laughs> that shit's a hard Show case to make. <laughs> she don't look like them bitches. Yo, I'm like, yo, she don't really look like that, yo. But uh, her titties ain't that big. I mean, I don't know what size her titties is. No, oh, man, baby. And with friend requests, you can't win no matter what size you want it. Because you can't be like, well, she requested me. Yeah. <laughs> then, then you seem like wild for accepting it. And you definitely seem wild if you put the request out there. Yeah. <laughs> like, Facebook is, is the devil. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> Facebook has its, its usefulness. But I think that 
It's just been around so long. Facebook's still trying to figure out what to make of themselves because at a certain point, they try to be the ones to spread news. Like they encourage people to put articles on Facebook and like encourage those companies and everything. So now people went to Facebook to read articles and be informed about the world and stuff. But then that became a problem because Facebook made it so that people only read stuff that they agree with. Mm-hmm. And um, and then there's all the fake news stuff now. So now Facebook is going back to the thing where you, where they push friends and family their posts up to the top of your news feed, and it's just I don't know. That's well for that. That's the reason I got an Instagram account. So I don't even use Facebook no more. Yeah. I just I use Instagram now because Facebook one it was feeding me just news that I already agreed with, and I felt like my view of the world was becoming too narrow. So I just read articles. You know, I would go like on the New York Times and, you know, regardless of what people say, what Trump says, New York Times is actually a pretty good paper if you want to know about the world at large. And, um, yeah, I just try to learn. And that's how I'm reading books. Times. <laughs> you, you, uh, you ever seen Social Network? Yeah, I did see it. That's like, that's like the paid in full for, <laughs> for social media, kind of. Because, like, it really, you got to remember why he started that shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, it wasn't off of no... I just want you to keep up with your friends and family type shit. You know what I'm saying? Like it, it started from some dark places. So, uh, and I don't want to ruin the movie for anybody out there. Cause I think it's one of the dopest movies out. I actually like, like really like that movie. Um, but it's, it, it, you know what I'm saying? Like it, 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 it didn't necessarily come from the most genuine of, uh, intentions. And, and I think people have can go with any type of way with it, but you gotta, there's real life and there's, there's, <laughs> I mean, to, to be fair, social, though, to be fair, media. the movie Social Network painted a, a dark light over Mark Zuckerberg. And Je- oh, Ma- super, yeah, super dark light. Yo, you remember? <laughs> you remember? I think it was MTV or VH1 had that Jay Z um, documentary, and I think they were telling a part of the story from like the perspective of Ja Rule, and they showed Jay Z walking out of this house. I don't, I don't think it was his house. It's like the set of a video, but they uh-huh. had the sinister music in the background. <laughs> <laughs> I know I know what you're talking about. I can't, I can't remember what we was watching, but I know what you're talking about. I they think made him seem like together. a Yo. like a dictator or some some shit like that. He walked out this huge mansion with, with a rockaway yellow, white, yellow, or red rockaway hoodie and some big ass jeans on, and with just sinister ass music playing behind the jar rules. Just like, yo, man, that dude Jay Z, yo. <laughs> Used to be my man. Like it was like that. So the entire social network, it was like a two and a half hour version of that. Everything, this nigga was just a flip-flop wearing arch nemesis of everybody in the movie. Nigga was, sure he nigga was Rico. What do you mean? He was Rico. <laughs> he's fucking Rico from Pain and Fool, bro. Like he's, <laughs> <laughs> that, nigga, that nigga gave no, zero fucks. <laughs> Word. It, speaking of Ja Rule, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, man, I wasn't even going to talk about this, but since we we brought Ja Rule up, I don't know what. People people are wondering if Ja Rule's just getting high again. <laughs> just what's going on? Because my man hopped on Twitter and decided that he was going to just call 50 Cent Pussy. That's funny. <laughs> yeah, um, you want me to read the tweet? Yeah, yeah, if you got it, that shit. From now on, everyone can refer to at 50 Cent as Tickle Booty, not 50. <laughs> Not Fitty, Tickle Booty. That's his name. Call him it to his face. He ain't gonna do shit. And if he does sue, and if he, and if he does sue him like he did me, Murder Inc. TV series hashtag. 
So, Murder Inc. TV series? What? <laughs> yeah, so I guess Murder Inc. is coming out with a TV series. So I guess maybe that was a publicity ploy. Here goes another tweet. Now I know why 50 Cent named his show Power. Hashtag Power Bottom. Hashtag Tickle Booty. <laughs> Hashtag Murder Inc. TV series. <laughs> My, man. <laughs> My man had no, you know how they call shit shameless plugs? My man had no shame. He's like, yo, I'm coming out, I'm dissing 50, and I'm plugging my show. Like, <laughs> niggas is, is going to know. Yo. Every text I put out, I'm plugging this show. Like, that. the shit don't even make sense. I know why 50 called his show power. <laughs> That's yo. some shit, like, if I want to promote the podcast and I can't think of nothing else. <laughs> and, I, and the article I'm reading is... is I find it interesting because it's just a, a, a um, like very telling of the times we live in, how aware we are of of certain things. The the headline is this: Ja Rule calls Fifty Cent a quote unquote power bottom end quote in a homophobic tweet. So I thought that was really interesting that they they like labeled it homophobic. It is, but I just found it interesting that they did. It is because we 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 kind of like give rappers a pass as if they don't understand what homophobia is. Right, right. <laughs> He'd be like, oh, he, yeah, he didn't know. He just <laughs> he just being jive. Yeah, but no, it, it definitely um, it's beyond the homophobia. But I mean, that's we got to mention that too because there's people out there probably offended by that. Um, it, what the fuck, Jaru? Like, <laughs> like where that where that come from, bro? Like, people, it, it, it's funny how people um react to each other online, like. I, this is this ain't like nothing new that happened, but there was one time when French Montana reposted a picture of Tashina Arnold, uh, known as Pam from Martin, and and she like got at him. <laughs> she like like literally like sent this nigga a long ass tweet, like with with first of alls and seconds of alls, and, and she was, was, was it like in a bad light with the picture that he posted of her? Yeah, I believe it was the back of her head and her her wig piece was looking nuts. Oh, okay, I didn't see the, I didn't see the picture because the tweet is like I said it's not news it's not like anything happened recently but I guess by the time I I heard of the story or whatever it, the picture had been taken down. Um, okay, like two year, uh three years ago. Is that how? Yeah. And so it was, but but the fact of it uh, uh, the matter is just like the way that people use social media. Like did fifty fifty cent didn't didn't uh, give into the bait if I'm not mistaken right? Like he didn't respond or anything like that. It, but it's like, why would you like? You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> well, well I mean, come that? on, man. You know, Fifty's gonna respond, but he's probably trying to throw a haymaker, so he ain't trying to throw no little itty bitty jab. Yeah. Shout out to Fifty though, man. Niggas, niggas still once he couldn't once he stopped dropping albums or really stopped selling albums the way he was selling them at one point that it'd be a rap for him. But he kind of, he kind of power kept them in the mix a little bit. You know what I mean? Well, I don't know what else he got going on, but I'm sure he got other. Well, he got a vodka. Company out there, also if I'm not mistaken, like he keeping himself relevant with the power. Yeah, he got power. He has a um a, a sketch series, a comedy series on BET. Oh, does he? Yeah. Oh shit, I ain't even know about the, that. He has the vodka. What's this like? Like a like in Living Color type show? I'll be honest, I haven't watched it, but um, I believe so. I think it's just a sketch show. Mm. So yeah, like a sketch show, like in Living Color, but and also uh, a cast with mostly people of color. So it is like in living color in that regard. Yeah, no, I uh, I respect Fifty's grind. Like, and Fifty wrote, I want to say at least two books because I read two of them. Well, he may have even written more than that. But 
it, it, it's kind of like you see how he takes his brand with him, so to speak. Like, he doesn't necessarily have to rap to come off as 50 Cent nowadays. Right. Like, he doesn't need to drop a mixtape for you to believe him as 50 Cent. He's, he's already built that character. Yeah, for sure. So he's yeah, like the Trump a... of rap. Like, he didn't change. Yeah, exactly. That's exactly, yeah, exactly what it is. And, and at a certain point, he kind of just realized he doesn't even need to rap anymore or just didn't have the passion for it. But, um... Nah, I res- I respect that man. Like people that still like just grind. Do like the I don't think enough people give credit to the locks. That motherfuckers. How many? Think about how many people came and went during the locks career, and these motherfuckers is still putting out joints, bro. Word. I mean, through even through drama with like they record contracts and all that stuff. Rough ride. Like rough ride is is that even a label anymore? Like I'm not even trying to make like be funny, like crack on them, but I don't. You know what I'm saying? I think they made their money and, and you know what I mean moved on. Like. They uh they they survived that bad boy is 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 bad boy really a quote unquote label anymore? But the locks are still here, like it's crazy. Yeah, man. They they literally went through all kinds of different like eras of hip hop. The only ones really who survived through all that was you know probably Jay Z, Nas, and the moguls. And, yeah, yeah <laughs> locks. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I think Styles P had a rhyme recently, or uh, yeah, maybe within the last year. He was like, from the tape deck to the digital era, and I like at first I kind of like looked at it like hyperbole, like nigga, he wasn't. And I was like, damn, he damn sure was on <laughs> on motherfuckers cassette tapes, like yeah, fucking bad <laughs> DJ Clue tapes and shit like that. I'm like, damn, that's motherfuckers still doing it, He's selling and, juice now. And you gotta give credit. <laughs> you gotta give credit to uh, Busta Rhymes too. So nah, I'll tell you why. I'll tell you why. Not because he's hot, but somehow he just survives, yo. Like he just he just comes out. You'd be like, yo, this nigga's still alive. <laughs> no, no, you're you're 100 right. I I agree with you. I was thinking it more on like motherfuckers is checking for like the new Buster project, kind of. But no, oh, okay. in, in terms no, of definitely like, not. He did yeah. no, 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 no. But like he'll just come and do like a, a cameo, right? Rant like um. I think two years ago, uh, a tribe called Quest released they they latest album, and yeah. Busta Busta was out like I think he's on the album. I mean, he was out on um, SNL performing with them. He was on a couple tour in a couple tour cities, just just rocking with them. I thought it was dope because you know Busta been doing it for a long time. Yeah, no, they, I I give an utmost respect. If Busta Rhymes popped up on a song right now today in two thousand eighteen. I don't think anyone's looking at it like, huh? You know what I'm saying? It still is, it's, it still gets the same respect that it would. I think like LL popping up on a track might be a little bit more like, you know what I right, mean? Question right. mark. But like Buster, you like, oh yeah, yeah. Buster hops on people's track a little time, so you can't even. Yeah. You know what I mean, so. No, nah, I agree with that, man. But uh, that's episode 20 right there, brother. Yeah, it, yeah, I, yeah. I got mixed up with the numbers last week. I think I was calling episode 19, episode 18, but I, it, it's it's we, we put out so much work. Yeah, man. <laughs> so, that's a good problem to have. Track. Exactly, you know what I mean. We gonna keep keep giving y'all this uh, podcast every week. Give you this work, it's work. You know what I'm saying. We got the first and fifteenth still coming at y'all. One and fifteen um, them. <laughs> let me do a little social media shout out for my homegirl Miss Perfect Touch who's not in the building. Y'all can check her on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. All at Ao Niche. You know what I mean. She does the damn thing on there. Um, check me out on Twitter. DJ Playboy, check me out on Instagram at Plickapeezy, P-L-I-C-C-A-P-E-E-Z-Y. And Keith, where can they check you at, bro? Instagram at me and my 35. That's me and my underscore 35 on Instagram. Holla at me. You know what I mean? 
Um, and then of course you can check out the family at Perfect Talk Radio on Instagram. We doing the damn thing. Check us out on SoundCloud. Search Perfect Talk Podcast or SoundCloud.com slash Perfect Talk Radio. We out here. Uh, shout out to all the new listeners. Once again, shout out to everybody on Google Play, man. Tell a friend to tell a friend. Hit that subscribe button. Shout out to everybody on Apple Podcasts. Hit that subscribe button. Leave a review. And we out here, Download man. and subscribe and listen. Download, subscribe, listen. Google Play, Apple iTunes. I think, I mean, well, if we had 20 episodes, that's like a good portion of a day right there. You could just let all them shits rock. <laughs> you know binge, what I mean? You binge know, mode. Binge mode. Let that shit rock, man. It's perfect talk. We in the building, man. Say goodbye to the people, Keith. Yeah. Peace.